Welcome to the PDKU podcast. Please don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Hey, we dropped one not too long ago, but we did try something new. We had all three calling in from three different locations. I might have lost it. If I did, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it. If I find out, I'll release it. It's going to be a little dated, but it had some good stuff on there. And we actually ran a couple of different back-to-back scenarios. So I want to let y'all know that if you see something, be like, well, that's some dumb sense. It's like a week ago. It's because I'm a dumbass. I try to do everything from my phone when I'm old. But this here is the right way. This will be getting dropped soon. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. This is Vic T. Meisen. I'm here with the host of the PDKU podcast, host with the most. Nate, the future here. We got Dylan J. outside. He's just taking a little breather before we before he comes in yeah, and adds his two cents. Before he got here, man, sweating like a... Uh, it's hot Lord as Church. fuck. It's hot Lord as Church. fuck. That's where I looked over. I thought I saw the devil's butt hover. Oh, my God. It's, it's miserable outside. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely miserable. And the bathroom, it's only like 92 degrees. But the humidity. The humidity makes it feel like 100. That's what they said. It makes it feel like 100. Yesterday was the hottest day on earth in 50 years. You know what? Hottest day uh, on earth in 50 fucking years. Yesterday. Is that right? Yep. So, then that must mean we better sign over our rights because climate change, boy, they're no, coming. No, it's not just climate change. They're talking about, uh, what is it now? Something else, too. Because the polar ice caps melted so much. Newsflash, they melt every year. No offense. I'm not saying climate change isn't real. I'm just saying that it's not new. I'm not saying that it's not worse than it used to be. I'm just saying it's not fucking new. People are acting like we have to do something to save the earth because, you know, this is the only earth we have. And, and newsflash for everybody. And this is harsh. And it's true. You're all going to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of us. Yeah. We're all going to fucking die. Unless you have like billions and trillions of dollars and you're still probably going to fucking die. Before they figure a way to put your subconsciousness in a fucking robot or some silly fucking stupid movie plot shit. And really all that's going to be is a facsimile of you. That's it's that, not you. It's not you. I it's mean, not your soul, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely I mean, not. I, I, your energy, your soul, your vibe, whatever you want to call it, we all know what I'm talking about. And if you don't believe in that, you don't believe you don't have a soul, you believe you're just a bodily vessel or whatever, then how come everybody's different? You know what I'm saying? Well, different chromosomes and DNA. Well, here's a fact for you. Why Dylan's mother... Wow, he, she, he was in her womb. His DNA traveled to her, and she keeps his DNA with her entire life. Your mom's entire life, she carries your DNA around. That's what mother's intuition is. And people are like, oh, what are you talking about? I was like, no, you don't want to talk about science all the time. Science, oh, science. Speaking, that's, that's a, that seems fantastical to me. Are you sure about that? That's that, that's it. I don't know if we're factual on that one. That's a fact. Um, that his DNA stays in the mom? Yes, it's a fact. Sounds racist to me, but okay. Look it up. His DNA stays with his mother because she gives birth to that child. So I know DNA a new DNA through. is created. I know that. Oh, for sure. And her, his DNA becomes a part of her DNA. It's a fact. Look it up. It travels through there. I want to say the umbilical cord. Do we have any uh, factual proof as to whether uh, the father's DNA has any impact on, you know, it if you're, if you're, if you're have, but not even for sex. I'm just saying, like, without conception... Is there any scientific? I know for a fact there's some that claim that's that there's babies have shit. Clones. Well, give me a second here. <laughs> uh, that even sex without conception, the DNA from the man is uh, absorbed into females. So females take some of the husband stuff from husband. their significant others. You know, and I don't know it's fact. I'm not putting it out there as fact, but I mean. It's so sad now you have to say that to be like, you know, you and your SO. Somehow we fucking stumbled into biology class out this motherfucker. We got cocaine oh, we in got, the White House got, and Israel bombing people and shit. And we're, we're talking about 
what's a biological woman like we're trying to run for Supreme Court or something. We can't identify that. Hey, man. None of us are biologists. We don't know what a woman is, okay? Do I'm we ma- think Joe Biden likes cocaine as much as his son? Like, if he gave, like, was it the mom that gave him that proclivity? Was it Joe that gave him that proclivity? There is no way Joe Biden's never done cocaine in his life. That's all I'm going to say. What are you doing in the White House if you're not doing cocaine? I, I was, <laughs> I, was reading, I was reading something earlier today, and it was like, you know, with as many people as we have that are locked up in the United States over petty drug charges of cocaine. Marijuana. Well, marijuana, cocaine. That's the worst. I'm sorry. You know, mushrooms, etc. You would think that if they this was in the White House, They'd have locked the shit down. They had cameras on every fucking part of the White House. You know, the, the leader of the free world lives you, there. I'm gonna cut you off because I want to hear what you're saying. But I like question. Um, like I just did. The the leader of the free world lives there, and yeah. we were just like, eh, we'll figure it out later. Like we'll keep looking. Like it was in a highly trafficked area. Like it's no big deal. When the press asked uh, uh, Jean Pierre about it, she, Corinne uh, Jean Pierre. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to talk about it. Ask the Secret Service. The Secret Service will, will discuss that with y'all. We, we've already told the Secret Service to follow this certain storyline. So that's the storyline we're going to go with. Uh, stop asking me about it, please. And that's, Did she really say storyline? She probably not. Same thing, though, yeah. Basically, though. Yeah. Now, but here's the question, though. You just said all these people that are behind bars that are in jail for drug charges and they shouldn't be. Who gets to decide how much it, how effective it is? If this person, like, okay, is it universal, this person was selling marijuana that's the only reason why they were trafficking marijuana not hard or other drugs just selling pot and they're in jail for a long time there's a grandpa right now that's in jail it's a fact in oklahoma he's like 62 years old he's been there for 12 years because his grandson was so growing he's growing like 19 plants behind his garage in his grandpa's place and his grandpa took the rap for all of it so he's still serving time because of the amount well, and because they found scales and ways to process that in the, in the right. garage well, well there's a video for, for distribution not for personal recreation oh yeah yeah so well, there's that, a vi- is it so does that guy get locked up too i mean if it's legal in that state now there's a video you have to let that motherfucker out of jail oh well no nah. i mean they got to acknowledge the fact that it's got something to do with the biden's first off and they're never going to do that but there there's a video that didn't age well with with joe biden where he was like we pass in the crime law. If you've got such a, a certain amount of crack, crack cocaine, cocaine, you'll automatically get five years right off jump. And so everybody's starting to play this video, and they're like, uh, "Your son just got crack." We got. I got video footage dude. of your fun, your son, you know, weighing his crack, making sure it's the appropriate amount because the lady shorted him. Like, what yeah, are we talking about? And it, on a stage. Hey, that, that's a little. That's a baller move to say, nah, fuck. Fuck Hunter Biden. I don't care about his dad being in politics. You know, I'm a short you know, of anyway. You're a real fucking dealer when you're doing that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I just like grab my shit and go. You know, I just grab my crack cocaine and run out the door, and hopefully it's right. I mean, wait till I get to the car and smoke. Oh, that's how you get your crack cocaine? Okay. Did I get crack? Co- I did crack cocaine one time in my entire, what, four times in my entire life. But the first time I did it, <laughs> the first time I did it, ten minutes later, I'm sitting in an un person I'm not going to name because he's still alive, but. It's a cousin of the person who passed away. And I'm sitting on my hands for three hours watching fucking cartoons with, like, his his special needs kid for three fucking hours because I was like, if I go back in that room, it's going to be done with. I'm going to be smoking this shit all the time. It was great. It was like, vroom, 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 20 minutes, I was fucking done. I was like, I can't ever do this again. 
So here's the here's what here's the question to ask, I think, in this whole scenario. Yeah. Clearly, you know, if, if it would have been Don Jr. that they found, you know, videos and all this, because the Hunter Biden laptop is still a big thing because it's just like a slow drip of constant stuff. And they've acknowledged it. There's a video. There's a video. Did you see the video on July 4th where they're up on the balcony of the Bidens and it looks like he's like, you know, powdering his nose or did a little quick bump? So, you know, there's a couple of things about this. Well, one, he's on probation, which means no cocaine, obviously. Um, Let's talk about the need to change that. Like, somebody needs a little bump every now and then, right? <laughs> well, but also, how, why did this story get out? Like, think about how controlled this whole situation is with the Bidens and Joe Biden. And, you know, you get all these things that you hear that come out from, like, Secret Service. He shits on himself. He makes the people that tend to <laughs> no, like. I mean, according, according according to Alex Jones, I'm sorry, it got me good. According he to him, he's talked to people from the Secret Service, and when Joe Biden gets irritable, he purposely shits his pants and makes people clean him because That's it's a power G move. Shit, right there. That's fucking yeah. good. I, I mean, like he. So, like, I don't know if you saw this. I ain't taking that for facts. I mean, I, I, and look, I understand this sounds funny, but these are the same type of people that were telling Alex Jones' camera to follow around Hillary Clinton while she was campaigning because she was struggling. And then, lo and behold, they get video footage of her passing out in New York. So there's a little bit of credibility there to some of his inside connections with the Secret Service. But nonetheless, the, why does this get out? Like, who allows this to get because out? Because they don't want Joe Biden to... So they have ran cover for Joe Biden for years and years and years. Yeah. They've ran cover. So what if they are tired of running cover? What if the the establishment wants a Kennedy or... They definitely know, don't Trump? want him. Who do they want less? Kennedy, Trump? They want oh, DeSantis? Less. Oh, less? Who who is the who's the establishment's pick? If they don't if they're pushing Joe Biden out of the White House by allowing us to see all this shit, who is their replacement? You're not going Kamala. We I know we've had this conversation time and time again, but they are wholeheartedly allowing this information to be displayed on mainstream news. And we know when they start allowing us to see stuff, it's for their own agenda. Right. Yeah, they're ready to move him out of there, which is possible. I mean, I, I definitely don't disagree. But do you think Kamala has the stones to pull nah. it up and run against it? Nah, it'd be and Big I, Mike or uh, Gavin Newsom. I, I Gavin think it Newsom. might be Gavin. They might have loved how Gavin treated COVID and, like, you're our guy. Like, you're wholeheartedly behind the globalist. Uh, just yesterday, there was a – or maybe this past it's week. It's kind of a real piece of shit, ain't it? Yeah. There was a uh, – There's so much McConnell. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's left and right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. There was a World Economic Forum meeting in mm -hmm. China the other day, and they, out in the open, were talking about CBDCs and their applications against the everyday individual to help with carbon emissions. You know, there's so many possibilities. You know, if we just could know exactly where you spend every dollar, we could make sure that you don't emit too much carbon to hurt the planet. Like, doesn't that sound great? Get the fuck out of here. And, and it's it's amazing how, you know, fear would generate people to do things. Like, what are you talking about? Ultimately, that I saw a video the other day on uh, on uh, Instagram, and it was a bunch of people, I guess, in the 80s complaining about when they started to ban drinking and driving alcohol. And they're like, a bunch of communists. What are we going to do from <laughs> but, here? These motherfuckers want to control my ability to drink in my car. Fucking what's next? It's a slippery slope. Making us wear seatbelts and shit. And it's like, it's crazy to, like, to me and to my son and my generation, they don't even fathom 
the nah. concept of being able to drink and drive in your car freely. They don't fathom it because they've been detached from that so long. So as long as they continue to detach generation after generation from rights and things that, again, you know, our country was essentially the revolution started because they wanted to tax fucking tea. 3% on tea tax. And now today we pay like 30 some odd percent and in just income all of your money, not just when you want to spend your money on tea, when you want to freaking earn money, you're going to pay the piper his 30%. And you better believe that when they started to institute taxes, it was only going to be temporary during the wartime. Once we're out of that, we'll be fine. We'll get back to it. Well, those taxes have never gone away ever since. So when we want to start to be like, well, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's try it. Understand once they roll it out, getting out of it's going to be near impossible without a fight, a literal fight. Do not trade your money for CBDCs. They're going to offer you four times your money. You know, there's going to be a recession. Times are going to be hard. They're going to present this option where you can, you know, trade your dollar bills in your bank account for four times that amount on your CBDC card. And, you know, people will take it. I need gas. I need food for my kids. You know, just like uh, the fear mongering during COVID, they're going to fear monger people into wanting to give up their autonomy and give the government access to everything that they're doing at all times. And then, and then they're going to they, tell you that the people that are trying to tell you about it are the real enemies, which are your common man who under normal circumstances would have been like the soldiers or the Paul Revere's back in the day. Not to say that we're that, but Hey, I'm fucking Paul Revere. I don't want to hear that shit. But the idea that, yeah, we're essentially seeing things written know, on the wall. We see shit written on the wall and we're like, hey, guys, do you see this house is on fire over here? And they're like, I don't know. The TV says it's not really on fire. It's just kind of smoky, but it's not really burning. It's like, bro, your fucking hand is on fire. You don't feel that? And they're like, no, no, I don't think so. I think it's okay. Like, we're trying to say it's coming. David Icke was on uh, Alex Jones today. and He he put it perfectly because I don't know if y'all saw this video of this lady freaking out about this dude's face allegedly changed on the airplane. Uh, and then I saw another report that one of the other passengers said that like he winked at him horizontally oh. uh, or vertically, I guess right. not, not horizontally. Right. There are other all, people we corroborating. All wink. We right. all wink. <laughs> so, so, you know, they were essentially corroborating, you know, what this lace. And so of course he has David icon and he was like, you know, people talk about how we're we able to predict the future. How can we, you know, call these things and, you know, say it before it happens. And, he just pointed out, he's like, the reason why is because we read about this stuff and it's a plan. It's a designated plan. We read about it. We know about it because they then want to implement it. So that means that we're telling you, hey, this is what they're going to do unless you stop them. Right. So the move is CBDCs. But are we going to stop them or are we going to allow them to implement it is is the move. Like, And, and we actually as it means extra for people then lots of people will blindly be like, if they're like, oh, you have, well, right now your checking account has $1,200 and 50 cents in there. We're going to go ahead 36. and give you, yeah, we're going to go ahead and give you 36 CBD, CBDCs. And uh, what you do is you can, we'll send you a card and it'll be just like a Visa or a MasterCard and you can use it. They're going to start accepting it at Walmart and Target's and everybody else. They're going to use them there. Oh, they'll mandate that it's accepted at Walmart, Target, all your. Oh yeah. You have to accept it there, which to me, I mean, the thing about that is, that's even worse than just printing the money they were printing. They would just made an agreement to print way more money. We talked about that last podcast, but you know what I'm talking about? Um, have you all seen the amount of money? So I was looking at something the other day that was saying that since the debt ceiling uh, delay, 
that we've printed off the same amount of money that we printed off after the 08 financial collapse. Fuck. So yeah. just in the last four months since we put off the the debt ceiling conversation till a point in the future. So like the debt ceiling is going to be higher than where we're at today because they haven't even made a fucking deal right. on it. Right. And we're all we've already jumped as much as we have since we did in 08. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's 15 years. Right? Our, our yeah. currency is being devalued. In Daily. case you guys don't know, if you're, say you're a little bit younger or say you're a little bit older and you're just getting into this stuff, but what he means by the 08 financial crisis is just in America alone, 10 million Americans lost their home between 2008 and 2011. The, the mortgage, the biggest mortgage company on the face of the planet, countrywide, on the face of the planet, not just America. Right. Countrywide folded. When it did, banks jumped in. Freddie Mae, Freddie Mac, uh, Freddie Mae. Fannie, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, sorry. Yeah. yeah, and then the U.S. government jumped, jumped in, in and bailed them out and printed off a ton of money. And so in the last three months since we uh, delayed the debt ceiling conversation, Same we've, print, we've printed off the equivalent amount of money to that, devaluing our currency to the equivalent of 2008. But, you know, it's a, it's, it's a smaller percentage because we've already, you know, printed off – Trillions, trillions and trillions of dollars to send to Ukraine and wherever. And with that type of economic plan, you don't have to raise taxes to fuck people over. No, you're stealing. You're taxing them already. You're already taxing them. Yeah. So, and and, and another part, and we talked about this on the one that I maybe we haven't published yet, but the 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 chaos, the constant chaos, is only going to benefit the establishment, the people on top, because the more the things are chaotic, the less valuable everything is, the the less people are going to be able to focus on things specifically. So, you know, everything's just a little looser. Uh, so just the idea that they want to create this chaos and this havoc is a part of the plan. That's a part of what they need to do to be able to maintain this control, which is a form of propaganda. That's right. I mean, I mean it's anything else. You know what he's going to say. You don't even have to hear him say the word. We've listened to a single episode in the last two years. You know exactly who he's talking about. And I'm not trying to put that man over when I say it, but when you read an article, and at the end of that article, it says, some people view this as propaganda. Right there in my mind, I'm like, I read four four seconds into this article, and I knew what you were talking about was a tool, a propagandist tool that was created by a man who was an evil man, but still. And it's, and it's being used widespread today. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's because, let's, as let's we talked about, about that Barack Obama made it legal. Each other. Repetition. Yep. I mean, they're talking about releasing, we're, they're talking about trading a czar. Did you just see that? I saw the thing. Let's go oh, and trade yeah. some more. Let's go and trade some more fucking prisoners. What happened if we don't negotiate with terrorists? What the fuck happened to that? Let's not, I want to get into the Israel thing real quick because Israel is a country. And uh, I hope you guys know that. Some people don't realize that, actually, because the state of Israel. Um, the Hebrew name, Arabic name, it has all that shit in here. But it's a country in Western Asia. It's bordered by Lebanon to the north, Syria to the northeast, by Jordan to the east, by the Red Sea to the south, by Egypt to the southwest, by the Mediterranean Sea to the west, and by the Palestinian territories known as the West Bank and the Gaza Strip along the southwest. Tel Aviv is the economic and technological center of the country, while its seat of government is, of course, in the proclaimed capital of Jerusalem. Jerusalem goes back to biblical times, people. You can say what you want about, I don't believe in the Bible. The Bible's bull. I don't want to read it. You don't have to. You don't have to read it for religious purposes. I made a statement earlier tonight to Dylan, uh, just 
think. Don't ever believe in what you want to believe in. But don't ever think that religion is not big business because it is. It's a fact. Now, some people's religion is different. This kid's religion may be the mountains and going down a stream in a kayak with a friend behind you. That's your religion. You know what I'm saying? That's your peace. That's your calm. That's what gives you your mind frame. Other people's religion have, is music. Music's almost like a religion to people. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in the devil. They do when they need to sometimes. They pray if somebody's sick. Right. But for the most part, they're jamming out in their car and their music gets them through the day. You know, some people it's a bottle. Some people it's a pill. Some people it's whatever. But my story, Israel, it did not become a country, which a lot of people don't know this. It was not made a country until the 50s, until after World War II. And why was it made there? country to give the jews a place to go establish land exactly and the admission to the united nations was on may 11th 1949 but it declared in 1948 so that means it's less than a hundred years old this country is and it's so powerful and it's been going against back and forth back and forth against the palestinians since earliest recorded time think about that mm. for a minute these two these two people hate each other so much that they can't look aside, and we may have had a conversation about it. So go ahead. Um, well, I was going to go off on a little tangent just about potential um, alien activity that might have happened in that area that makes both of them claim it as their uh, holy land. But yeah, they they both claim this as their holy land, and there's been a nonstop battle since biblical times over this land, and you know. I, in my opinion, let's fucking figure out how we can all get along. Let's get the fucking big yes. businessmen and religion out of the scenario and the everyday followers, the, the religious individuals. Mm -hmm. We Let's live together in harmony like fucking kumbaya That's and shit. That's some perfect world shit. I wish it happened. <clears throat> and just in Israel alone, the religion, this is from 2022, not 2023, is 73.6% Judaism, which means, you know, they're, and then 18.1% is Islamic. There is more Islamic, but they're 1.9 Christianity, which that means, all it means is most Jewish people, they believe in 70% of the same Bible. They just don't believe in the New Testament with Jesus. The Old Testament, they believe in. That's what Judaism is. Yeah. Uh, Druze, which I don't know what religion Druze is, D-R-U-Z-E, but I'm going to research that because I've never heard it, so I'm going to learn something today. And it's, hopefully probably, it's probably a variation of Like Judaism. a sect off of one. I think one, so, yeah. too. And then 4.8 is others. But it blew my mind. That Christianity was 1.9 and Islamic was 18.1 religion. Well, be in Israel because, because of its physical location, I get that. Well, no, and Islam and Judaism are basically both traced down from brothers, Abraham and Ishmael. Or was it Abraham and Ishmael that they were they the brothers? They said Abel and Cain and Abel days. They, it's, it's a metaphor for that. That's what it amounts to. Okay, well, my brother's keepers. Um, no, maybe so. Abraham had sons. His first son was from his wife, or maybe his first son came from his handmaiden, and that was Ishmael, and that's who the Islamic faith traces their religion through. And then uh, Abraham had an older wife. They were like a hundred years old or something, and she wasn't supposed to have a child. Oh, I think but you, she you had Isaiah, or uh, I'll, I'll look up what the two names. But literally, both of these religions are she are Old Testament. They're both Old Testament, and they trace their lineage through a single father, just different mothers, like step brothers that have been fighting over the homeland 
for hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah, so let me double. Time. Yeah, you're right. Which you're is why time. I guess they say if and when there's peace there, that's ultimately when the time peace is in the Middle East. Yeah, and then the more you hear about how they're attacking the Palestinians, Palestinians are like, hey, this is against what we said we would do. We, I mean, you know, it's when you really hate each other and you park right next to each other, but you got to coincide right. with that fucking shitty coworker who smells like ass. You know what I'm talking about? Go ahead. It's Isaac and Ishmael. Isaac, so I'm yes. pretty sure that Isaac is who the Judeo faith traces their lineage through. And then Ishmael is who the Islamic religion, but they both believe like the Quran is very similar to the Old Testament Bible. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's this divide that's been created by, you know, whether it's the religion, the the higher up um, well, Judaism, people within the religion. But go ahead. Judaism, Judaism and Islam and both have that one belief. Like the, I spoke to a dude named Muhammad and he used to work with me. He told me, he's like, we believe that Jesus was a prophet like our prophet Muhammad. We just believe that there's no way he could be the son of God. How he's a man. How can a man be son of a God? You know, he said, that's what the Islamic people, that was what it boils down to. When he broke it down to me like that, I was like, well, if you're taught that when you're a wee little lad, I mean, think about it. By the time you're 10 or 11, are you really going to question that? Right. You know, it's the same principle about, you know, don't climb on the dining room table. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to question that. You get indoctrinated. You get beliefs. And then, oh, it's it. The thing about this whole Israel-Palestine thing that I wanted to bring about the religion is if you do actually give a shit and you do want to learn a little bit, just try reading the New Testament revelations. Now, you, you may say, I don't believe in that. It's, a, it's something I don't believe in. I have no, I don't have no, I know I no want or need to read it. That's fine. But let me tell you that it predicts a lot of word for it. It's end of times, biblical times, like the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming down, you know, to, to end this world. And it's, you know how the, it talks about the new country, God's new chosen people, which is Israel. Jerusalem has been the head of that forever. And so if it is the end of times and it is like it says with the Antichrist and all these things coming from Revelations, that's going to cause a lot of stir up in the churches. It's going to cause a lot more money. And it isn't like the church doesn't make enough money as it is. Don't get me wrong. I, I live approximately seven minutes from your house, right? That's seven minutes? Yeah. Ain't there at least five churches between here and there? At least four. I mean, there's... Korean church, the big church across the street from the Korean church on down a little bit. Church on the corner before we get to Stacy's. Three. There's one right here across the street. Yeah, four. I'm sorry. Yeah, those four. Four within seven minutes. So we were talking about taxation. It's amazing that the religions have been able to avoid taxation from the government. Some of that so shit's long. cult shit too. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to say Scientology, but Scientology, it's not a fucking religion. Sorry, man, I can't. I mean, people are like, oh, you believe in Jesus, but you don't believe in L. Ron Hubbard, motherfucker? Ron is the man, okay? Yeah. Let me tell you something, but you know what? He wrote more fiction than any human being ever on the face of the planet, ever. Where L. Ron Hubbard wrote more fiction than that. That's another fact you can look at. It. I bet that he used to do a lot of mushrooms. He may have been, you know, he had a very wide imagination. Oh, so, like, what does a man that has that wide of imagination, maybe he tapped into some shit. Like, uh, you know, Steve Jobs gives a lot of credit to uh, psychedelics for his discovery of the iPhone. I mean, isn't that isn't that true to be said about most great inventors? Einstein interact with a, a, an outside entity. Well, it, it can it can all go back to black mercury. It can all go back to the uh, stoned ape theory. So I don't, we probably talked about this on the podcast before. The stoned ape theory no, is that really uh, hunter and gatherers, 
you know, when we were cavemen and cave women, you know, were following so game, you know, tracking down game to get food. And the way that you would do that was by following their uh, feces, you know, mm-hmm. that's how you would track them. You found them and they, all right, I'm right, following the right direction. Well, that's the perfect environment, you know, uh, Cow pies is where psychedelic mushrooms uh, historically were found, like before they were grown in like really safe and sterile environments. Right. Um, and and so the, the idea is that these cave people were hunting and gathering, coming across psychedelic mushrooms, and that that is where the development of man's brain and um, all the way down to where we are today has evolved. From. Real quick to coincide with what you just said. If you have time, it's only four episodes. It's narrated by Mashallah Ali. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. It's called Chimp Empire. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Check it out. Like I said, it's only four episodes, but really check it out. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, like National Geographic, like it goes deep into like these chimps and how they live. It shows them like destroy these monkeys. It says monkeys are not competition. Monkeys are food. And it's really good. It shows the alphas and everything. So you just, definitely check it out. So in that scenario, uh, yeah, we will. Um, so it's not. So you're saying it's got to do with them eating psychedelics and not eating meat. I thought that was a part of it. Was eating meat was a part of the development. The, uh, I'm sure that both you know them, that maybe. they probably went hand in hand. Like in cooking meat, you know, that's another evolutionary. The the stoned ape theory is just trying to focus on the neurological development of the caveman before he turned into the uh, human that was like thinking. Of... You and Neanderthal, <laughs> which is fucking great too, by the way. That was a good one. I know when you read it, you thought, fuck, this But it, another thing that when man evolved, they say we came off the back of a, uh, something crawled out of the ocean. We were an amoeba on the back of an, some animal and we evolved. Well, what happened? They said, oh, well, the Big Bang Theory caused us to evolve. No, the Big Bang Theory is what made the dinosaurs disappear, right? So as much as they like to push the Big Bang Theory and, and, say, and say that religion is not scientific and we are scientific, the Big Bang Theory is not proven. It is literally, give me one miracle, and then I'll make sense of everything else after the one miracle. I just need one miracle. It's like, well... You know, that seems a little like it's cheating. If you can't explain where the universe began at, like, who is to say that? And science is constantly debated. You know, we just went through COVID where there was two sides to the science and we're moving closer. You know, it's kind of a a wave like, okay, we believe this, we believe this. And it's like, ah, but do we? And then you decline away from that already established science. So like, Five years ago, in 2018, I remember him. We were, me and him were going back and forth at his house, and we were talking about um, Alex Jones. Because I was at that time, every time he said Alex Jones, I bust your balls. You know what I'm saying? As a part of the PDKU thing, I would be like, hey, man, you know, explain to me when he said this, explain to me when he said that. He's like, well, just for instance, he said he had a host all day talking about science. I don't remember the guy's name, but he, and you had this quote. You said, people think that there's not aliens or any of that stuff out there. The, this scientist said that if you take – how long human beings have been alive in this universe right here we're at and compare it to the other galaxies that are out there that are fucking almost endless. I mean, we can't, we can't comprehend it in our brains that we've been around for the last 30 seconds of of the, the, 
Right, it's a blitz. Yeah, it's a blitz. Nothing. It's and nothing. to imagine that there's not been other intelligent life that's occurred in the other thirty second blips in that you know oh, yeah. five hour story. Yeah, the well, that, just created those pyramids like at the fit so close together with no tools. Get the fuck out. Well, that and you know with the genetically modified foods that we're eating, and now they're injecting in us. They're putting on our food. You know, the mosquitoes in certain that ways, are being our bodies are alien as it is. So I mean, you know it. Some of these things are not now. Of course, obviously, we're talking aliens. Usually, people are talking UFOs and the whole flying saucer bit and all that. But actually, ironically enough, speaking of a different type of alien, um, which is completely way off subject, kind of 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 what Carlos the fuck alone. All right, he's from Mexico and he works on what we what we've been talking about. But it does tie in a different way. So I'll I'll wrap it in. I'm gonna run through this real because I was just looking on Drudge as we were kind of simmering down on the other topic and. When Roe versus Wade was rebuked by the Supreme Court, and they said that it was it was no Going good, back to the states. there was a story about a, a ten year old girl who had to go out of state. She lived in Ohio. She had to go to Indiana to get an abortion, and it was like this: "Oh, well, look at this! We got this ten year old girl." And so the media immediately focused on the fact that a ten year old girl had to go get an abortion. Well, then people from the other side started asking, well, first off, why does a 10-year-old girl need to go get an abortion? What's the story there? So some people started to go ask some questions and come to find out the mom, uh, her living boyfriend actually raped the little girl. And that is why she was pregnant. Well, uh, he just recently, what, what caught my attention is the headline on Yahoo News, man pleads guilty to raping an Ohio child who sought abortion in neighboring Indiana. So again, this story got national attention because it was a 10 year. So first off, the evil part of this is that the media immediately wants to focus on a 10 year girl going to get an abortion. How it's just so crazy that she has to go out of state to get an abortion. Sure, it is crazy, I guess. But what about the fact that she's 10 and she's fucking pregnant? Why is that not the story? Well, let's also go a little further about Gerson Fuentes. Uh, who was a living boyfriend of the child's mother confessed to raping the child in a police interview. The DNA evidence showed he fathered the <laughs> he fathered the aborted fetus, is how Yahoo puts it. So it's only a fetus because it they didn't give birth to it. So it's not a real baby or person until it actually comes to life, which is the first thing that's fucking really neat. How Yahoo makes sure that they and keep their approach. When you going. when you want to talk about establishment, this is a prime example of it. Them choosing to support this concept that there's no science behind it other than political ideology that it's considered an aborted fetus and not a baby not a womb because had she has she been pregnant and got killed would it just be a fetus that died or would it have been a she was pregnant with a baby that died as well so the fact that yahoo chooses you know to to engage and this is kind of a point that tim uh um God, Tim, I can see his face. Tim Pool was making when uh, Vijaya Gaddy was on Joe Rogan. He was like, you know, you guys are saying this transgender stuff is like it's fact. He's like, this is a political belief. This is not anything that is, you know, encoded in what we believe to be a thousand percent factual. It's still a new thing. It's nuanced. We're figuring it out. So I just, I just thought that was odd. Uh, that they choose Yahoo to say aborted feet is not considered a human being. Uh, would you want to bet that Senor Gerson Fuentes is a legal citizen of the United States or an illegal citizen of the United States? If you had to guess, what would you think? I wouldn't guess because the two are not 
mutually connected. Do you think if he was a legitimate citizen, then then maybe the rape would have been brought up? I think it should have been brought up either way. Whether well, yeah. could it be fair to say it wasn't brought up because he's not a legal citizen of the United States and he shouldn't have been here in the first place? I guess if there's a political agenda to not talk kinda about like, illegal immigrants. Kind of like how when it's a... I don't have a problem a, with, with people being here illegally as long as they're trying to be here legally. Like, there's some people that are here, they're trying to stay here. They want to stay here. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They've got here, and now they're going through the process of becoming yeah, a legal yes citizen. Yes and no. I don't have a problem with that. Yes and no. As long as they're honestly so doing it, they're going I'll take through the process. The, I'll take the anecdotal. Okay. Um, I don't think that somebody should be able to come here illegally. At all. I know. I get that. And and then be able to become a citizen within five years. Because I knew, I knew somebody several years ago that, you know, went through the proper channels, wasn't an illegal immigrant. They came through the thing. And it took... Up to that point, it was six, seven years to get the process to become a legal citizen. So I don't think that somebody who's going through the right channels to do it should get that right that jump after. Earlier. Right. Earlier, yeah. Just because you you crossed the border and you made it, does, to me, does not give you an end to, first off, have all the rights that they get. Look, I understand what the, the general, again, the propaganda that gets sold us as to why folks do it. But let's be real. Would you do it if you were in a third world country? If it was oh. if it was get Abby and Nathan out of fucking danger or go the proper means, which avenue are you taking? Or even I'll pose it to you: if it's get Chase and Hunter out of a fucking third world country where you're worried about their life every day, would you illegally cross the border? Who's and just Chase and Hunter? That's Hector I mean, and Menoir. Because I mean, we're coming to fucking America. Do you, do you not? <laughs> do you not? Do you not think that families who live in Chicago's inner cities don't feel like that? Oh, yeah. They probably do. And would we not have more resources to potentially help those cities if we didn't have an abundance of people coming here? corruption when it comes to politics and shit. Politics makes more money than just about no, anything except for, like, religion. I, I get that. And, yeah. I get that. But, but, my, put, but my point is, no. I mean, sure, I, I don't fault these know, people for doing it because it's the establishment government establishment that is bringing these people here. Right. They, they, make they make it possible. Yes. And it wouldn't even be possible. Donald Trump proved that you could stop this. Yeah, the he proved it. you go up, though, on the political ladder. So there ladder, was no illegal immigration more, under the Trump administration? Uh, minimal, minimal. Minimal, like, okay, so pers- I would need exact percentages like factual for numbers and stuff, how, yeah. how uh, many nice less illegal immigrants came between the Obama administration and the I'll put it to you like this. Right. I'll put it to you like this. Whenever... And the Biden so far. When well, he... Biden's probably going to be higher because we've seen the... Biden is record that, high. That Biden is record high. I'm talking about between when the he previous was, administration before Donald Trump and Donald Trump's administration. Once he Let got his policies that. in place... I think places, that if you, have, if you want to go through the proper channels to be a citizen in the United States and you go through the proper channels and that's how you become a citizen, I don't have a problem with that. Right. Now, if you, there's families here definitely that are not... I mean, let's go to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Right. We go to Walmart. We had a conversation about that, man. The employees, 80% of employees at Walmart, the closest Walmart to where we live, 80% of them don't speak English. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It doesn't bother me. I find someone that does. You know what I'm saying? But it's just kind of odd to me because I didn't really notice it until after COVID. I really didn't. Until after COVID, I did not notice that. It wasn't that way, was it? What? It wasn't that way until after COVID. What the international Walmart? Eighty percent or eighty percent of the people don't speak English in there. No, I mean I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about don't don't speak some English. I'm talking about none. You talk to them and they look at you like they bring out their phones and have like translate and be like here, put it in your face like talking to this so it can translate it. And I'd be like, yeah, where's the depends and the vodka? 
and I send it back <laughs> to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we know how. We, and then they'll come back and they'll say, we do not have vodka and depends on our 10. But still. I don't know. Yeah. I don't fault the people for coming here because obviously they're coming here for a reason. Yeah. But this isn't a honeypot. We don't have endless. It is a melting pot. It, we don't have an endless amount of resources. Oh, therefore, so therefore, we can't just allow everybody to come in. And it's not just, I just heard a stat the other day that there have been over 10,000 Chinese nationals that have been processed at the border as well. So we're not even talking about people at the border. We're talking about people from fucking China. Can, can I address your, your honeypot comment? Mm-hmm. Our economy is driven by the working class. Um, there's a large portion of the working class that is unaccounted for that are illegal immigrants that are generating large portions of our economy, the tax dollars that are going into paying for these programs, maybe not to the degree that you would assume that they need to be, you know, to take care of these mass uh, migrations of illegal immigrants, but they there are portions of these demographics that are doing work that are contributing to the overall economy that is contributing to the taxes, that, you know, so that, they're not completely uh, just... Uh, suckling off of it they are contributing even the ones that are on your roof that are getting paid in cash are contributing to the overall gross domestic product of the united right. states of america at, at, the, some at, at the behest of the american people because if we didn't allow them to come here and do the jobs the way that they're doing and then they the companies would be forced to hire americans who would have a higher standard and a higher demand of quality of of the job so therefore, these companies wouldn't be able to, to to function the way that they do. You wouldn't be able to pay, you know, roof as oh, many if if you got Americans great, that are like, here's the laws, here's mm-hmm. what I'm required to get. So therefore, you're gonna get. If I got an illegal dude working for him, he's not gonna be going to OSHA and being like, hey, these aren't the I right conditions. Let me ask you this: between Nathan Hunter and Chase, who's getting up on the fucking roof and roofing roofs? None of them. Well, I mean, none of them. But Chase is but, but, so but you could. I could for sure. Well, but what I'm saying is, I probably, you gonna, I probably wouldn't. Even if they raised the standard of work pay, my you point know, is this: the my, job needs to get done. My point is this: it's the same concept when it comes to guns. If I know this street has guns and this street does not, I'm gonna go commit crimes at the street that doesn't have guns. I agree with that. For companies, if they don't have people who are legit and legal, then those people can't hold those companies to a higher standard. And also, those companies are going to be able to get away with things that they would not be able to get away with. with. I'm like sure this, illegal firing. It's the concept, firing it's the concept like of yeah. well, nobody's going to go out and pick the fruit in the. Well, yeah, they will if companies pay people enough. Well, UPS right, right they, now is going to go on strike. Right, like, much for UPS. because said, yeah, ironically yeah. enough, Americans now have been told that people who work at fast food places get paid fifteen dollars an hour. So American standards, because of Democrats, have all been like, well, we should all be making so much more money. So therefore, they would translate that into the workforce. Well, when you get illegal immigrants to come here, they're not going to be saying that. They're going to be like, "Oh, I can make ten dollars an hour here doing this, and I'm not, I'm not in." And I get paid tomorrow. So right. let me ask you this: yeah. right. Is that the illegal immigrants' fault, or is that the corporatocracy no, exploiting them? Yeah, you know, devaluing our currency. 100%. You know, making the everyday American worker feel as though even if I went and worked my ass off at you know McDonald's making fifteen dollars an hour. You know, so there's there's something to be said for the minimum wage. Like I don't disagree minimum that you, wage should, be able, you should be able to live on the money you're making. But when they're constantly stealing from you, right? 
then you don't have much option there, which is their objective. They want people that are dependent upon the government because people that are dependent upon the government are more easily manipulated. Right. You know, just like with we're the CBDC decadent. or um, too we're, decadent. We're just, we're just too uh, uh, bougie. Americans are too bougie. We're too pampered. Do you and, feel like you're too bougie? Like, are you living this extraordinarily well, bougie Dylan, I consider you, I consider you to be a very hard worker, and you do things that most people don't like to do. And you just said you wouldn't want to work on a roof. And for for what they want to pay me on the roof. Well, fuck again, no. if if they didn't have that's the a caveat, though. if you they just didn't said you have to work on a roof, so anything after that's a caveat. The money involved is just a caveat. Me and me and Quinn kind of had the same conversation because he's like, you couldn't do what I do. You're too old. You couldn't do what I do. And I was like. That's fine. I'm not saying I couldn't. I'm saying, but you couldn't do what I did when I when I worked at diesel injection and I had to lift turbochargers and put them in diesel trucks. He's like, I could do that. I was like, would you done it for twelve dollars an hour? He's like, no. I said, okay, I would just want. I told you you wouldn't do it. You said yeah. And he's like, well, but the money has to count. I, I think we're we are agreeing with yes. each other because yes. ultimately, what it comes down to is yes, the corporatocracy, the establishment, them essentially forcing their way into these people's lives. I mean, they, they advertise for it down there. These non-governmental organizations who ultimately get paid to bring these people here, they advertise, come to America, we got you. It, it's kind of a supply and demand conversation. Yeah. So the corporatocracy, the more supply of cheap labor that they can allow into our country, the uh, lower the demand they can pay lower prices because the demand is still there, but the supply of workers is higher. So they have more workers to choose from to produce the same supply, and so they can produce it at a lower price point. And 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 you're already uh, we're at sixteen. You already have a lower starting point with this uh, pool of employees because again, they're not of a legal standing. So so I, it, it, essentially, yes, I think we're all. You know, uh, we all have empathy for these people. We want, I mean, this is the concept, right? I want my house to be so strong that I'm able to help my neighbor. That's the concept. Yep. But my house can't be strong if my door is always open and I'm always adding people to it. It just, at some point, I'm going to reach capacity. And when our, our money's already being devalued and all of our stuff is going up already, it's a designed plan to destroy the like country. Forty-something year fucking highway. Oh yeah. Do you think that this is the same argument that was being made when the Irish were most coming here and, to a degree? When the Irish but, and the Chinese came to San Francisco after World War One, guaranteed because it was the same stuff that was happening now in Ellis Island for New York for the Irish. The Irish wanted a higher living wage, and some of the Irish people were already in command. I'm saying this because I watched the TV show Warrior, but still. And then the Chinese people came over from San Francisco on the west on the west coast side. This is in between World War One and World War Two. Right. So when the Chinese people came, they were looked at like they were slave labor. You know what I'm saying? Like they right. could hire three Chinese men for every one Irish person. And right. so the Irish and Irish and Chinese would fight in the streets over jobs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they had Chinatown. It's still to this day in San Francisco. It was built, like I said, uh, nineteen before Prohibition, so in the early 1900s. Uh, while we still have a little bit of time, I mean, all of this, we've, we've tied all of this back into the corporatocracy, the way that the establishment is manipulating us, the way that the establishment is manipulating currency in order to have control over us. You know, I am just of the belief that the people that are coming here are looking for a better life. Some of them are dangerous criminals and the allowing of them to come into our country without 
identifying them to protect citizens is dangerous, but ultimately the establishment benefits from it, from what I said, the supply and demand of labor. Um, And the answer to all of that, in my opinion, is Bitcoin. I think that the dollar bill and all of the currency around the world that is manipulated by the Federal Reserve and the individuals that have been in power for the last 200 years, it, it is used in every country to almost facilitate slave labor. Uh, who was it that and, filed or that just recently filed to have some more, uh, um, Brightwater? BlackRock. BlackRock. So BlackRock. You knew what I was talking about, though. You knew where I was going. BlackRock, Fidelity, JP Morgan. There is probably 60 to $70 trillion worth of assets under management by these firms that have, in the last two weeks, applied for a Bitcoin ETF, been denied by the SEC, then reapplied for another Bitcoin ETF um, with a co sponsor being Coinbase, who is one of the longer standing exchanges. So Coinbase was there with FTX and um, some of these other exchanges. They're probably the biggest one in the market is Coinbase. We're talking about cryptocurrency for those people that don't understand. Hopefully you should by now. I mean, if you've listened to a couple episodes, I think you probably got it. Oh yeah. We personally know people that had money in FTX, just local people here that lost money in FTX, you know? So. Yeah. But um, so BlackRock just refiled for their Bitcoin ETF. Coinbase right now has a very, very, very small percentage of the Bitcoin available. I'm such a dumb bastard. When he said Coinbase, I was thinking Coinstar. I was like, oh, where I take my coins at and cash them in. <laughs> no. And then he has like Coinbase. Oh, okay. Um, But Larry Fink, who is the CEO of BlackRock, came out yesterday and said that Bitcoin is digital gold, which is something that BlackRock has been fighting against since 2014. You can go back and look up articles from BlackRock where they've, you know, some people would say controlled opposition. Maybe they were buying it all up while they were telling us how horrible it was. And now they're going to tell us how great it is. But I'm telling you. You know, as somebody that recognizes the corporatocracy and cares about every single one of the people that listens to this show, um, try to get you some Bitcoin before these big investment firms come in and buy it all up. Because when they come in and buy, you know, there's there's I think I saw four hundred and seventy thousand Bitcoin out of the twenty one million Bitcoin are on Coinbase exchanges that are available when that you know, $60, $70 trillion worth of investment firm money gets approval from the SEC to start acquiring that Bitcoin for their clients along with the halving, which we've talked about before, which is where the reward for running the software goes in half. You know, both of those things are going to happen in early 2024. We are in July of 2023, right now, the halving is scheduled to occur. Two days past Independence Day. Woo, woo, America. Fuck America. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And we should be proud of our founding fathers. They were fighting against the stuff that the Bitcoiners are fighting against today. Uh, I seen somebody on Twitter, man. They took took one little line out of the the Declaration of Independence, and they took one little line out of about about these ferocious Indian savages or whatever that's in there. 
And yet, so some dude's reply to him was like the percentage of men who signed that, like how the house, some of them live horrific deaths, like the British raped and murdered their families and shit because they signed that and everything else. That's some of our founding fathers. You know what I'm saying? Other ones were killed by British generals during the run of the, the Revolutionary War. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, yeah. Like actually killed by a fucking Revolutionary War general. And they said the reason that some of the people knew the English generals is they had the big fucking mutton chops. I didn't uh, know that at first. The English generals were the mutton chops. I, know I, know. I didn't know until I was watching. How many of us today are willing to die for the ideals that our founding fathers tried to instill? The you know pursuit of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, you know, freedom of speech, freedom to protect yourself and your family. How many of us, re- like a lot of us can say it, but who's willing to go out there and really lay their shit on the line? About I this so, I shit. I think a lot of the soldiers that step up, even when they're 17, 18, 19. It ain't the soldiers, though. It's everybody. Everybody We're, should, yeah. In that, in that no, saying, saying that they talk. A lot of the soldiers think that right. in their head. They know, hey, I may go to war. I may die for my country. It's okay. I'm signing right. up for this. But, but I think that the thought to other people is, I mean, it's my country. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll fight for it and everything. But dying's a different thing. I mean, think about, think about this. What the establishment has created. Now it's anti. They, you know, they say it's borderline uh, domestic terrorists to be patriotic yeah. you're not supposed to like the flag you're not supposed to stand for the national anthem they constantly replace the flag with the lgbtq flag in different scenarios and different settings the white house just did it uh they are coming after the kids in so many different ways whether it's uh ideologically physio- physical trying to change their bodies trying to confuse them about their gender the I ability think- to procreate they're coming at they want Baby's dead up to the point where their due date is here. Like this is an over what they don't want people to be able to have guns to defend themselves. They want to be able to let anybody and everybody come in our country. Like I said, over, I think it was like 15,000 national Chinese nationals have come through the border just since Joe Biden's been president. Over a hundred some odd terrorists have been detained since he's been president. And prior to that, there were less than like 10, I think ever. And since he's been there, there's been like over a hundred, some crazy number like that. Like all these things that the establishment is pushing, this constant confusion, constantly changing the language, not allowing you to question anything that they're doing. You think the election was rigged? You're a terrorist. You don't think kids should be able to change their gender? You're a terrorist. You think it's a constant barrage of evil. And it just, it begs the question, why? What's what's driving it? I think money, money, power, those are the two things. Money, power, also eternity. Think about that. A lot of these rich motherfuckers, they want like, they're in their 60s, 70s, 80s. They have trillions, billions of dollars. Those motherfuckers there, they're thinking, how can I live longer? Because I die, I can't take this with me. So they're thinking, how can I live longer? In what way, shape, or form can I be like Abraham or like Moses who lived to be like 200 years old? You know, people don't do that nowadays. Nowadays, very few people even see 85. No. In America, I think a man, for a white man, I mean, for a man, I'm sorry, I said white, but a man, I think it's like 85, and for a woman, it's like 87 is the average age of death. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy, man. I mean, you could take any of these things that we just laid out, and you could put it to a plot to a fucking scary movie. Yeah. And it it would hold water. I mean, every every little bit of it. So, So, and and again, the freedom to, to spend your money however you want, they don't want that. You know, there's no autonomy that they want to give you all the while trying to get people to pretend like you got some kind of autonomy with your body. Well, you know, it's how the establishment always puts like instead of like saying they throw it under big broad fucking circus test too. like hey, right. if you don't believe in human rights, 
It's trans rights part right. of human rights. So if they you don't believe always in trans rights, pretend you don't like they're compassionate, rights, but it's never believe, that. If you don't believe in human rights, I feel like going, okay, you're calling it something it's not. It's like we just talked about with the border. We, yeah. We're all sympathetic for these people, and we want people to be better, but not at my expense. And and what I mean by that is not by me having to struggle right along with you. I'm, I should be able to thrive here in our country and prosper. That's what it's supposed to allow me to do. But I can't do that if we have an overwhelming amount of people bogging the system down, taking advantage of things because, of course, they're available to them. There has to be a process. If there's no process, it's evil. It's evil for us. It's evil for the people coming here, the kids that get used to do it because we created laws that says if you bring a kid, then you're automatically a citizen. Like, it's all fucking garbage. It's terrible. It's terrible for everybody involved, and it's and it's, it's bad. And it's going to get worse, and I'm not going to say that if a Republican gets gets elected next year that it's going to change because it's probably not. It's got to be the right Republican, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, there might be some things to change, though. Or Robert Kennedy Jr. If, I'd be with that guy. Hey, if, 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 if even if some, because, you know, Rome wouldn't be hey. in a day. And America didn't get to this point overnight. <clears throat> but if we get a new regime in, and that regime is something that wants to change certain things that we know, you're, as a human being, if you stop and think, this is evil, this shouldn't be happening. We need to work together as a you know, as a unit and try to and get come together. Like you said, though, a lot of what Kennedy says sounds that way. I don't agree with everything that Kennedy is, no. his platform, but I, I do yeah. think he's got a good platform for what you're saying. Trying to, you know, he doesn't want to talk bad about Donald Trump. I don't know that yeah. I've seen a, a clip of him saying how he horrible actually, Donald Trump is yet. He's not throwing, he's not throwing shit. He doesn't want to throw Well, he yeah. said he's the opposite. In, he's not in the glass house. Yeah, he said it was a good thing that Donald Trump, because somebody specifically asked him, like, you know, people like Alex Jones, Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, you know, these guys, they like you. And he's like, that's a great thing to me. He's like, that means a lot to me. I've got crossover appeal. Right. He's like, I like that. So, yeah, yeah, I think RFK, and that's why you don't see the establishment selling him, because they don't want him to win. Unless he's controlled opposition and they're pushing out Joe Biden and want to put him in. But that's just something to think about, you know. Because he knows just like his his, uh, uncle and his dad got killed, he's over saying to the establishment, please don't kill me. Please don't Don't kill kill us. us. Please don't kill him.